Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This show is Danny Hampton coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy's doing well. Let me tell you something, family. I'm pumped up this morning to talk about the goodness of the Lord. Boy, I hope that you're encouraged today. I told you I'm going to start this new series. He spoke to me part one. We're going to be looking at the life of the prophet Elijah. Guess what? God speaks to him. God gives him a word. Let me tell you something. In the Bible, when God speaks, something is getting ready to happen dramatically. Let me tell you something. Elijah is a prophet, man of God. But I tell you, a prophet is someone who hears directly from God, and he's going to be the spokesperson on earth that's going to speak for God. Remember this. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. Boy, I'm encouraged today. Let me tell you, I woke up this morning. And he said, hey, boy, God, it's time to start. And I know it's time to start talking about it because I want you to know just how rare it is to hear from the Lord and what it meant in, in the biblical times and what it means now. Understand this. We have the Holy Spirit that dwells with inside of us, and he's here to guide and lead us. He's here to direct our paths. Understand this. You have God with you every day inside of you when you wake up, when you feel just downtrodden. You feel like I can't get up. Guess what? You got perfection inside of you. Well, I'm here to talk to somebody right now who needs to be encouraged and know that God loves them with an everlasting love. Did you know that God loves you? I want you not to give up on yourself. I want you to keep on believing, holding on, fighting the good fight of faith. Let me tell you something. This is going to be an interesting series because guess what? We're going to go all over the Bible because God speaks to a lot of people. And when God speaks, he has something to say. Do you know how special it is for God to take time? out of his world to speak to you just understand this is a guy who lives in eternity but he decides that he's going to come down and he's going to speak to you and give you a word of encouragement and also he's going to give you strategies did you hear that because he's going to give elijah a strategy he's going to tell elijah to do something he's going to show up for him because he's getting ready to do something I'm talking about God is getting ready to do something i want you to stay in church uh i want you to know that God is fighting for you when you you don't realize it. One of the things that I want to start focusing on in this podcast show is that we start praying more and more for the persecuted church because this podcast show goes all around the world. It goes to places where the gospel shouldn't be preached because people fight against the word of God. And so as a part of this podcast show and part of the family, we're always going to now, we're going to start praying for the persecuted church, asking God to watch over them, to take whoever is uh, punishing them or trying to that he will convert them to be believers in God. So I want you to stand with me uh, as we begin this season. I start praying for the persecuted church, asking God to let the gospel explode all around the world. That's what we are doing. Understand this. God is a good God. He says that his word should go to the ends of the earth. And that's what we're going to stand on and believe in. Let me tell you something. This podcast show is started with one person three years ago, August 2020. And you see what God has done. I'm talking about we are being heard in places where, guess what? Where they say it shouldn't go. But God is a good God. God's word goes wherever it needs to go. His word returns none void. So let's pray. Oh, precious Father, in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, I just thank you for the day. We pray, Father, for all your children. But we say a special prayer for the persecuted church, Father. We pray, Father, for our brothers and sisters who are in arms, Father. We pray, Father, that whoever the persecutors are, Father, that you convert them into believers, Father. As this podcast show begins a new era in prayer, and one of our main folks is to pray for the persecuted church and pray for all those who have been persecuted for the name of Jesus Christ, Father. 
for the glory of the kingdom of God, Father, that you give them peace and protection. Father, I pray for everybody, Father. I pray for your word. I pray, Father, that people receive you, that they realize that you are the great king, that you're the only king, that you're the greatest king, that they follow you and they commit unto you, Father, that you open doors for them. In Jesus' name, we pray, man. Remember, always say a prayer for the persecuted church. This God was going into places. It's going into dark places. Hallelujah. Boy, we ought to be encouraged. I understand this. God is doing the work in this season. So, so we're going to be in 1 Kings chapter 18. We're going to be looking at the prophet Elijah. I told you, starting series, he spoke to me. This is part one. Check it out. And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go present yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain on the earth. Did you hear that? It hadn't rained in three years. Now God is getting ready for abundance. Can you say abundance with Danny Hampton? Don't you believe that God's going to take your situation and turn it around? I do. Do I think he's going to turn my situation around? I sure do. I believe it wholeheartedly. I believe God is a good God. I believe God is a righteous God. God is an on-time God. Did you hear that? God is a trustworthy God. Check it out. Now, like I said, it hadn't rained. Three years. And then God is saying, hey, I'm getting ready to do something. And this is what God has told you. He spoke to me. I want you to understand when God speaks, things are getting ready to happen. If we, as we go through this series, he spoke to me. I want you to be encouraged because the Holy Spirit is going to nudge you for all the things that God has purpose and destiny inside of you. It's getting ready to come to pass. Did you hear that? Don't get on your dreams. Let me tell you something. As a church plant in the city of Chicago, Starting a church from scratch. That means that it is, is nothing but just trusting God. See, when we trust God, God makes great things happen. Don't you don't you ever give on God? Let me tell you something. God can do anything and everything. God has things inside of you. Let me tell you something. I didn't know God had books inside of me. I didn't know God had businesses inside of me. But guess what? Through faith and through persecution, through prevailing to trust in God, God will pull that stuff out of you. Whatever you need is inside of you. Did you know that? Whatever you need is inside of you. And I want to go back. I want you to see when God speaks something happen. And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year saying, go present yourself to Ahab and I will send rain on the earth. So Elijah went to present himself to Ahab. And there was a severe famine in Samaria. Did you hear that? The significance is it hadn't rained. So it was a severe famine. In other words, it's perilous. Times are bad. People need, they need, to, they need water, they need provision, they need food. There's a famine in the land. And God is going to tell Ahab, he's going to tell Elijah to go tell Ahab, hey, it's getting ready to rain. I'm getting ready to do something. And guess what? I always would tell you this. Whenever the children of Israel, whenever you see them, things happen to them, it's because there's a form of disobedience that they are not doing what God has called them to do. They're not following the word. God is very clear. It's very simple. Jesus said this in the New Testament. Why do you call me Lord and don't do what I say? The whole thing that I want you to understand that Jesus is a king. King, you can't bother with. There's no negotiation. You just, you have to follow his precepts. You have to follow his word. If you can follow the word, 
then you're walking within the kingdom precepts. And the kingdom opens up to you when you walk in the kingdom precepts. And when you begin to walk in the kingdom uh, steps, then you start to see God move in your life. Did you hear that? You just got to trust God and trust the word. And so now understand this. They had been looking for Elijah. They had been looking for him for years. Couldn't find him. But God, God can protect you from the hands of your enemies. Did you hear that? Because God protected Elijah from Ahab. Now check it out. And Ahab called Obadiah, who was in charge of his house. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly. Did you hear it? Obadiah, King Ahab, wasn't following God, but he had a man by the name of Obadiah who ran his house, who feared God. Did you hear that? That's the whole key. The beginning of wisdom is fearing God. When you recognize who God is and you begin to put your hope and trust in God, God can do wonderful things with you because guess what? It's his plan anyway. We were not created by ourselves. We are created by God for his good purposes, good plans, and what he has for you. I want you to know that God can do what he said he can do. And so now check this out. Now, when God comes with this word to Elijah, tell him to go present himself for Ahab. Over that, who men who fears God, he's going to have the challenge of his life because he's scared of Ahab. Because he's been looking for this man. This man said it wasn't going to rain. And now he's coming back. He thinks that Elijah is going to disappear on him. I want you to see it. It says this in verse 4. For so it was while Jezebel massacred the prophets of the Lord that Obadiah had taken 100 prophets and hid them 50 to a cave, and he fed them with bread and water. That meant that Obadiah was a man who feared God, and he wasn't afraid of losing his life because what he did, he took 100 prophets, hid them in a cave and fed them bread and water while Jezebel, Ahab's wife, was, was killing them, massacring them. But he's going to stand up for God in perilous times. See, that's, what, that's how you know. Because guess what? Loving God is always challenging. Because guess what? Because when you decide to follow God, that means that you decide to walk away from the pleasures of the world. And guess what? But when you love God, you'll go to full course. Did you hear that? Understand this. Loving God means that you surrender all to him. It says, seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things will be added unto you. And what that truly means is that God is first place in my life. Ain't nothing coming before him. Ain't nothing going to supersede him. I'm going to trust him. If he speaks to me and tells me to do something, I'm going to try my best to do what God has told me to do. So now check this out. And Ahab said to Obadiah, go into the land, to all the springs of waters, and to all the brooks. Perhaps we may find grass to keep the horses and mules alive, that we will not have to kill any livestock. This famine was so severe because it hadn't rained. Understand this. Crops can't grow. There's nothing to feed the animals. So we might have to even kill the livestock because they know we can't take care of them. Check it out. Like I told you, he spoke to me, part one. God told Elijah to go present himself for Ahab because he's going to send rain on the earth. Did you hear that? That's what God is getting ready to do. God is getting ready to do something. 
Let me tell you something. When God speaks, things are getting ready to happen. So when the Holy Spirit begin to nudge you, get excited because things are getting ready to happen in your life. Check it out. So here we go. So they divided the land between them to explore it. And Ahab went one way by himself and Obadiah went another way by himself. Now check it out. Now Obadiah, here come the biggest challenge of his entire life. Yeah. He was hiding the prophets, but now guess what? It's time for him to publicly proclaim his faith. Because guess what? Because this man of God going to show up. Check it out. Verse 7. Now Obadiah was on his way and suddenly Elijah met him. And he recognized him and fell on his face and said, is that you, my Lord? Did you hear that? That's how you know that Obadiah feared God. He knew Elijah was a prophet on the earth who spoke for God, meant that he heard directly from God. Like I told you in my last series, I did about the blessings of Abraham affect the world, that Abraham was a prophet. Abraham heard directly from God. Whatever God told him to do, he did it. Understand this. Everything based upon obedience to following God's purpose, plans that he has for your life. I want you to see it. So now check it out. And he answered him, it is I. Go tell your master. Elijah is here. Did you say? Won't you go tell him? Now he's going to be the forerunner. Did you get? I'm getting ready to talk. I'm talking. I'm talking supernatural. I'm talking about John the Baptist and Jesus Christ. He has to go tell. Hey, Elijah's here. Just as John the Baptist had to go forerunner and say that the Messiah is here. Understand this, because at this time, Elijah's the prophet on the earth. It hadn't rained in three years. Now, I tell you, when God's getting ready to do something, it's getting ready to show up. He spoke to me. I want you to understand. So I'll be talking about this. I don't know when I'm going to stop it, but I'm, you know, but I'm going to be talking about it. He spoke to me. It's going to be a series. But I'm going to talk about other things as well because I'm also going to keep on rolling about the Abraham blessing. But now it's going to be how the Abraham blessing affected Isaac. Then it's going to be like how the Abraham blessing affected Jacob and how the Abraham blessing affected Joseph because guess what? The Abraham blessing affects where and how the Abraham blessing affects you and me today. Because guess what? It worked. The word of God works. Check it. I want you to see it. Here we go. I want you to see it. So he said, have I sinned that you are delivering your servant to the hands of Ahab to kill me? Did you hear what he thought? He showed thought, hey, Elijah's trying to set me up to die. Because guess what? It meant that he had to take all the fear in him and go tell this wicked king that the person he's been looking for is here, who he couldn't find for the past three years. See, that's a challenge. Now, check. Boy, I tell you, it's a challenge. Loving God. Hallelujah. He got to do, he, he, he has to be able to stand up. And guess what? Like I told you, this podcast show is heard all around the world. It's heard in places where Christians are being persecuted, and we got to be praying for the persecuted church. That's a nudge of the Holy Spirit for me to be praying, because guess what? The word is going to places where, guess what? Where the enemy don't like it. Understand this. In America, I can hold this Bible up. I can talk about the goodness of God. But somewhere right now in this world, there's people who can't do what we're doing right now, talking freely about God. So I got to go off of them and I got to be praying for them, I'm asking God to bless them. We got to be praying for them and asking God to protect them. It's just that clear. One of the things I might stop, I might stop even naming the place where the podcast show has been heard because guess what? Because it's between God 
because we got to be looking out for the persecuted church. We got to be praying for them. Check it out. I want you to see it. Here we go. As the Lord God lives, there is no nation or kingdom where my master has not sent someone to hunt for you. And when they said he is not here, he took an oath from the kingdom of nations that they could not find you. Did you understand this? This king wanted Elijah that bad because this guy pronouncing, hey, it ain't going, nothing ain't going to happen. Ain't nothing going to happen. Did you hear? Until God says it. Now he's telling him, hey, couldn't find it, but now Elijah just shows up. Could you imagine that? This is the glory of God because guess what? Elijah trusts God. Did you understand? Not only does Elijah trust God, Elijah's life is in danger too. Did you get it? But he has enough faith, enough belief in his God that God is going to protect him, that God is going to do what he's going to do. And God is going to use him because he spoke to him. Did you hear that? He spoke to me. Part one, I want you to see it. And now you say, go tell your master Elijah's here. And it should come to pass. As soon as I am gone from you, that the spirit of the Lord will carry you to a place I do not know. So when I go tell Ahab and he cannot find you, he will kill me. Oh, but that's scared. I mean, God going to take you and pull you up on out of here again. But check it out. Understand this. Elijah is going to speak comfort to him. Going to let him know, hey, it's all right, man. It's all right. I'm here. I ain't going nowhere because God is with me. Did you get it? Danny ain't going nowhere because God is with me. Let me tell you something. Like I tell you, trust God. When you hear from God, know it's God. Like I told you, one of the things I'm not going to do, I'm not going to be, be mentioned places no more. I, don't, I think I, I'm not going to do that no more. Because this podcast show, like I said, is being heard in places where the gospel's where the gospel is forbidden. We got to keep the word going in there. We got to keep encouraging the people to fight, trust, and believe in God. Check it. Check it out. I thank everybody who listens to the podcast show. I'm always going to thank you and say, hey, but we're going to places. Guess what? Where the gospel is forbidden. That's the glory of God. God opening doors. Did you hear that? God opening doors for the word of God. Check it out. Won't you see it? That's what God's doing. And so in verse 13, was it not reported to my Lord that I what I did when Jezebel killed the prophets of the Lord and how I hid 100 men of the Lord's prophets, 52 a cave and fed them bread and water. And now you say, go tell your master Elijah is here. He will kill me. Did you hear me? This guy loves God, fears God, but this man is telling him to go tell this wicked person, hey, he's here. But guess what? When you love God, you're going to do it, like I tell you. And I want you to understand, he spoke to me. That's it. That's all. I want you to understand, that's what God did. He spoke to me. God, the Holy Spirit is here. Inside of you, you have the greatest gift that Jesus Christ could have left you right now. It's the Holy Spirit. Check it out. I want you to see it. Verse 15. Then Elijah said, as the Lord of hosts live, before whom I stand, I will surely present myself to him today. He said, don't you worry about it. I, I'm not going to leave you out there like that. Stood on God. Did you say, the Lord, 
Let me, I want you to see it. This is what makes Obadiah go tell Ahab that he's here. Check it out. Because he's going to give his guarantee. God's guarantee is his word. Did you hit it? That's God's guarantee. Remember this. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart. Mind as well. Check it out. God honors his word. And Elijah's going to let him know this. Then Elijah said, as the Lord of hosts live. He's talking about God. Before whom I stand, I will surely present myself to him today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him. And Ahab went to meet Elijah. Understand this. Could you imagine being Obadiah walking? Boy, I hope this works out. That's what he's saying. Elijah was told by God to go present himself. King had been looking for him for three years, wanting to put harm, put hands on him. Understand this. He wasn't looking for him to say hello. He's looking to put hands on him because guess what? He blamed him for all the problems, what was going on in Samaria and Israel. But he didn't take the blame for himself as being a leader for not following God. I want you to see it. Verse 17. Then it happened when Ahab saw Elijah that Ahab said to him, is that you, O troubler of Israel? Did you hear it? Put the blame on the man of God because guess what? Like I told you, a prophet is someone who hears directly from God, who speaks for God. Okay, so he said, hey, you're the one that's causing all this trouble in Israel. Did you hear that? One man, because he trusts God and follows God, that a king is telling him that he's caused all this trouble. Now check out, Elijah going to stand there flat footed, look him straight in the face. This is what Elijah going to say. And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but you and your father's house have. Is that you who have forsaken the commandment of the Lord and have followed the belt? Did you say follow false religion? Did you say did you see what happened? I told you when something happened to Israel, it's because they wasn't following God and his word. Did you hear? Let me go back so you can see it again. I want just tennis. Whatever's going on in Israel is because of disobedience, because they're not following what God is telling them to do. That's it. That's all. Did you hear? I want you to see it. I want you to know it. Check it out. Here we go. And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but you and your father's house have in that you have forsaken the commandments of the Lord and have followed the bell. Now, therefore, send and gather all of Israel to me at Mark Carmel, the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Astra who eat at Jezebel's table. He said, call, he called call his wife out. You bring all them jokers because God's getting ready to do something. When I told you he speaks, he spoke to me. Hard one, I want you to see it. That God is getting ready to do something. It ain't raining in the land for three years and six months. The man of God is back. Now it's time for it to rain. He spoke to me. Check it out. So Ahab sent for all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together at Mount Carmel. Elijah came to the people and said, How long will you falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. But the people answer him not a word. Because guess what? They scared that boy. That boy prophet God. That boy speaks for God. He right there. He ain't reigned three years. He by himself. But God is with him. The invisible God. God is invisible. But he shows up. 
visible. Did you hear? Understand this. God is going to show up visible and be invisible at the same time. That's God that you serve. Boy, I know I'm going off. Got something to say. I want you to see it. Then Elijah said to the people, I alone am left a prophet of the Lord. But Baal, here we go. Prophets are 450. Did you hear that? Men. He said, hey, I'm by myself. I'm standing right here on the promises of God. Understand this. Well, God going to show up. God going to clown. Let me tell you something. He spoke to me. I, when we go through this, this series, I want you to understand when God speaks, things happen. Understand you got the perfect gift inside of you. You got the Holy Spirit. Before Jesus ascended to heaven, he told the Father, hey, I want everyone to have the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, on the day of Pentecost, it says that the Holy Spirit fell like, guess what, like, like fire. Let me tell you something. Holy Spirit resides inside you and me right now. Now, check it out. I want you to see it. Therefore, let them give us two bulls, verse 23, and let them choose one bull for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on the wood, but put no fire under it, and I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood, but put no fire under it. Then you will call the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord. Did you say one God. They said, you call on all the more fake gods, but I'm calling one God, because guess what? God getting ready to do so. He spoke to me. I want you to see it. And I will call on the name of the Lord, the God, who answers by fire. Did you hear that? Holy Spirit. I know I'm going off. I know I'm going off. There we go. He is the God. So all the people answered and said, it is well spoken. He spoke to me. I told you. Boy, God speaks. Hallelujah. Understand this. This man is standing on nothing but the sure word of God. God about to show up. God about to clown. Hallelujah. He spoke to me. Check it out. Now Elijah said to the prophet of Baal, choose one bull for yourself and prepare first for you are many and call on the name of your God, but put no fire on it. He said, hey, call the name of your God, put no fire on it. He said, hey, we, this is going to be all supernatural. It's going to be this invisible God. Your God going to show up and my God going to show up. So they took the bull, which was given them, and they prepared it. And they called on the name of Baal from morning even to noon, saying, Oh, Baal, hear us. But there was no voice. No one answered. They leaped about the altar which they had made. Guess what? They did all kind of hopey pokey stuff. Ain't nothing going to happen. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? Ain't nothing going to happen. They doing all the hocus pokes. They doing everything. Ain't nothing going to show up. But let me tell you something. Check it out. I want you to see this invisible God. He spoke to me. I want you to see it. And so it was known that Elijah mocked them and cried aloud, for he is a God. Either he is meditating or he is busy or he's on a journey. Perhaps he is sleeping and must be awakened. He clowned them. Did you hear? He's one man standing by himself. Remember, that was 450 Prophets of Baal, there was 400 after. That's 850 people, right? They, <laughs> did you hear that? He by himself, just clowning them. Check it out. So they cried aloud and cut themselves, as was their customs with knives and lance until the blood gushed out of them. They doing everything, but guess what? Nothing happened. And when midday was passed, they prophesied until it was time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. But there was no voice. No one answered. 
No one paid attention. Did you hear what the word of God said? Hey, ain't no, that's a fake God. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing showing up. Check it out. Let me tell you something. He spoke to me. God told him it was going to rain. Going to rain. God going to show up. Now check it out. Verse 30. I know I'm going off today. I know I'm a little long one today. But I, I, I just want you to know, I just got to start this series off right because I want you to be into it. I want you to understand this. That he spoke. When he speaks, things happen. Check it out. Then Elijah said to all the people, come near to me. So all the people came near to him and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. Check it out. Oh, Elijah is going to just repair the old broken down altar. And let me tell you something. This boy is about just talk to God. I want you to understand how powerful prayer is. Prayer is the most effective weapon on the face of the earth. If you got a situation, circumstance looming so hard against you, you need to be praying, asking God, God, show up, make a way for me. Check it out. And Elijah took 12 stones, according to the number of tribes, the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Israel should be your name. Did you hear? He's standing on the promises of God. Hallelujah. Boy, I know I'm going off. I'm pumped up. Check it out. Then with the stones, he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he made a trench around the altar, large enough to hold two sheets of seeds, and he put the wood in order and cut the bull in pieces. And he laid it on the wood and said, fill four water pots with water and pour it in on the burnt sacrifices on the wood. Check it out. He did something that no one else was doing. Water is so precious. I understand it ain't raining in three years. He's asking them to give something that was impossible to give up. So I want you to fill, fill it up with water. Understand this. He about to let God, God about to show up. Because guess what? Did you hear the word abundance, right? The abundance is getting ready to come. Because guess what? That water he's about to use about to be abundantful. Check out, I want you to see it. And here we go. Then he said, do it a second time. Did you hear? Is this man crazy? We need this water to drink. Here you go. And they did it the second time. Do it a third time. And they did it the third time. So the water ran all around the altar. And he filled the trenches with water. Could you imagine people say, is he gone insane? But no, he just trusted in God. He spoke to me. Part one. I want you to see it. And it came to pass at that time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, check, check it out. Gonna call God out. I've been talking about the Abraham blessing affects the world. Check it out. I want you to see the Abraham blessing right here. Then go Danny was laughing. Check it out. I want you to see the Abraham blessing. Here we go. Lord God of Abraham, did he say? Isaac in Israel, let it be known this day that you are the God of in Israel, and I am your servant, and that I have done all these things at your word. He spoke to me. Did you hear say? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Did you hear say? Hey, I'm following the Abraham blessing. Check it out. Here we go. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust, and it licked up the water. That was in the trenches. God took it all. Get it? What did he say? Told you about the Abraham blessing affects the world. He stood on what God told Abraham. That the world going to be blessed because of you. Check it out. 
Now, when all the people saw it, they fell on their face and they said, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Get people. Had to give, give it up to God because he's God. I, well, I told you, he spoke to me. I'm going off this. Won't you know when God speaks, something happens. You got the Holy Spirit. Won't you be asking the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, show me what God purpose plan for my life. That's what Jesus, when, before Jesus went to the cross, he said, Father, hey, send the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you something. On the day of Pentecost, it said what? It says the Holy Spirit fell. Let me tell you something. The power of God. Don't you know the power of God? Hallelujah. It's the power of God. Won't you see it? Check it out. Now, when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces. And they said, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. And Elijah said to them, seize the prophets of Baal. Do not let one of them escape. So they seized them. And Elijah brought them down to the brook of Kishon and executed them there. Yeah. One man. Trust in God. Let me tell you something. Have faith. Let me tell you something. The enemy will try to come in. Try to snatch the faith that God has given you. Understand this. God can do what he said he can do. I'm here to tell you, trust in the name of Jesus Christ. When I talk about Jesus Christ, I have to be very specific. I'm talking about Jesus Christ and Nazareth, who went before the Sanhedrin, who went before Pontius Pilate, who went before Herod, who they hung on the cross, who they ridiculed. This Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He saves he heals. He does it all. Check it out. Then Elijah said to Ahab, go and eat and drink. For there's a sound of abundance of rain. Didn't I tell you abundance earlier? Check it out. So Ahab went up to eat and drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. And then he bowed down to the ground and put his face between his knees. Still crying out to the Lord. Did you hear that? He spoke to me. Now he's going to speak back to God because God told him he's going to do something. Now, guess what? He's going to have to press in. Boy, he's going to press in. Check it out. And he said to his servants, go up now and look toward the sea. So he went up and looked and said, there's nothing. Check it out. He ain't going to give up seven times. And seven times he said, go again. God told me what he was going to do. God is a promise keeper. Keeps his word. Hallelujah. God keeps his word. I want you to see your promise keeper. Check it out. Then it came to pass the seventh time that he said, there's a cloud as small as a man's hand. Did you hear that? Check it out. Rise outing of the sea. So he said, go up and say they have prepared your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Did you hear that? Abundance. God for it. Well, when God show up, boy, God going to do something. Let me tell you something. He spoke to me. Well, I'm, I'm going to be going off this series. Well, I got to talk about him. I love him. He's all I got. I told you, I wake up every day to encourage somebody. Like I said, we're going to be praying for the persecuted church from this point forward because this gospel is going into places where the gospel is forbid. And we got to, we just got to keep on praying that God open doors, that the gospel go and that we pray for the persecuted church. But we, but we praying for the people who persecute people. We pray that they be converted to be believers like Saul, better known as Paul. See what I'm saying? We got them. We, we got them right there. We got them right on the line. Boy, let me tell you something. We're going to be praying for the persecuted church. We're going to be praying for the persecutors to be turned believers. We're going to see, guess what? We're going to see the very person that's in charge. 
turn around and be a believer. And he ain't going to be able to sleep. Ain't going to be able to sleep because guess why? Because the Holy Spirit going to be on him to rest him. Check it out. I want you to see it. And now it happened in the meantime that the skies became black with clouds and winds. And there was a heavy rain. So they Ahab rolled away and went to Jezebel, to Jezreel rather. Then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah and he girded up his loins and ran ahead of Ahab to enter into Jezreel. Let me tell you something. God gave him supernatural speed. He outran horse. Let me tell you something. God can do it. Let me tell you something. I want you to be encouraged. He spoke to me. I'm going to be talking about this. I want you to know that God can do it. Boy, let's close in prayer. I'm so pumped up. Boy, if I had wings, old Danny would be flying because I know that God is up to something great right now. Let me tell you something. We're about to see some things happen in places. Boy, we're about to see a release of the Holy Spirit like never before. Let's pray. Oh, precious Father, in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, once again, we pray for the persecuted church today that your word penetrate places, Father, where the word is forbidden, Father, to break in, Father. We pray, Father, for the persecutors, Father, that they become believers, Father. Boy, we standing in on you. We standing on your word, Father, that you're going to take some people, Father, that saw things differently, that you're going to turn them from Saul to Paul. Father, we're going to win this thing for you in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ. And as we pray, man, let me tell you, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. I want you to have a blessed day, boy. I got some more about he spoke to me. Part two is coming up. Have a blessed day. I love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for your love and support.